1% rule states that your monthly rent will be 1% of the purchase price of the property, right? So let's say you have a $100,000 property that you bought. Ideally, you'd wanna make at least $1,000 a month on rent. This is The Real Estate Pod. I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of RentReady, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing, because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. We're hearing from Craig Kirlop in today's podcast. Craig is the author of The House Hacking Strategy. He's a real estate investor, real estate agent at and co-founder of the FI team and a huge believer in financial independence, retire early, fire movement. He started with a negative net worth in 2016 and officially reached financial freedom in 2019. Now he's sharing his strategies and advice with you. Let's get started. I want to show you the three main rules of real estate investing. Now, these are not really rules. These are rules of thumb. They differ based on what markets you're in. They differ based on really the, the, light, the, the cycle of the economy that we're in. Right now, we are in a time of the economy where many of these rules are tough to make work, right? But especially in the more expensive markets, right? The Denver's, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, New York, LA, Boston. These rules likely do not apply. However, in the cheaper markets, right? These rules absolutely apply, and I actually use them for when I invest out of state. The first rule is, the first two rules are more for buy and hold rental properties, right? The 1% rule. The 1% rule, you may have heard it before, you may have heard it as the 2% rule, the 3% rule. It's the same concept, just different numbers. The 1% rule states that your monthly rent will be 1% of the purchase price of the property, right? So let's say you have a $100,000 property, that you bought, ideally you'd wanna make at least $1,000 a month on rent per month for that property, and likely it will cash flow. Now this is just a rule of thumb, right? It doesn't take everything into account because you know different areas have different taxes, different insurance, uh, you, may ha- you may have a different interest rate on your loan based on how well of a, you know, how good your credit score is. So these are just rules of thumb based on, you know, multiple iterations, but you'll see that you can kind of come up with your own rules based on what fits best for your criteria in your market. The second rule is the 50% rule. The 50% rule says that you've got your monthly mortgage payment and you've got your rent, right? Half your mortgage payment should be one half or 50% of your rent, everything and, and your the rent should be able to cover everything else and that deal would work. So let's say you've got a thousand dollar mortgage payment, right? It would say that you would need rents of at least $2,000 to satisfy that $1,000 mortgage payment. And the remaining thousand dollars will take care of repairs, vacancy, capital expenditures, all of those reserves. And you're, what you're left with is the cash flow. That's another rule that a lot of people apply. And again, it depends on your market how expensive it is in expensive markets, right? Rents don't tend to go up in the same proportion as property prices do. So in more expensive markets, it's gonna be hard to meet that 50% rule. For example, in Denver, right, we very, very rarely meet that 50% rule. 
And when we, when you, when we do, it's an absolute home run. The third rule is the 70% rule. This rule is to help house flippers determine how much they can offer on a house. So this is really only used for if you want it to flip. And what that says, is it takes the after repair value of the house plus any repairs that you made on that property. So let's say you think the after repair value is $100,000 and you put $30,000 into it. You'll want to take $70,000, right? $100,000 minus the $30,000 and times that by 0.7 to get 49,000. And that's how much you're going to want to offer on that house. And that is the 70% rule. So those are the three main rules you'll hear all through real estate investing. Again, these are really, they call them rules, right? But they're really just rules of thumb. They don't pertain to every area. They're more of just screening devices. But I will say that most of my deals that I've purchased have been great deals and they don't satisfy any of these rules. So again, always do your due diligence, but just wanted to show you guys this terminology. So that way, when you start hearing it on podcasts and you start hearing it as you start networking, you know what they're talking about. Thanks for listening. We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.